like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jim Breeze on the line, and he's the Chief Marketing Officer over at Green Growth CPAs. Uh, Jim, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Green Growth CPAs and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and in your field? Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, so business is something that's kind of always, I'll say, been natural, but you know, a little bit a part of me. You know, I was a kid in middle school selling candy, trying to undercut the school store. You know, that was the start. But then really, you know, getting my, you know, business behind me and under me here is that, you know, I grew up in Michigan. I moved out to Los Angeles, the land of opportunity. In Michigan, there's not a ton of things to do, but graduated, you know, moved out to L.A., graduated from Michigan State University, and then when I was in L.A., did a few different kinds of odd jobs, you know, sold insurance, did this and did that, and then I ended up landing at Panda Restaurant Group where I did financial analysis and brand marketing, and that's when I really got my eyes opened up to real big business. Everything else was kind of small up until that point. You know, I learned a lot trained under some of the best marketing teams and the greatest operations team. And then I realized, you know, corporate isn't really the thing for me. It's fun. You can learn a lot. It was probably the best education I got, you know, outside of college and all that, some real practical, real-world education. But it just wasn't, you know, who I wanted to be or what I saw myself in the future. So I went out on my own. I started a few businesses. I learned a lot of tough lessons in my first business, which was a tea company. And, you know, selling loose leaf tea, it was the time when Tavana was getting bought up and there was a lot of hype around it. But after I kind of closed that down and wound that down, I realized, you know, I'm not a physical product guy. I need to switch gears here. And I think that kind of self-awareness really was critical to my success because then that led me to content and education in a group that I started called Learn Airbnb. And that was education for Airbnb hosts. Started doing the class you know, classes and videos and, you know, all the social media things. And I really loved that because it was allowed me to, it allowed me to build community and give as much value as possible with not a lot of, you know, uh, incremental effort there. So I did that, exited, and then lastly I went to marketing and content consulting. It was important to me to stay a practitioner. You start to work in content or in any kind of social media, there's always new things coming up. So you have to be a practitioner of marketing, and I don't want to just speak from theory. I really want to get down on the trenches and, you know, cut my teeth out. And, you know, so Learn Airbnb gave me that experience. You know, I wanted to do it for more clients. So I had about the past two or three years, about 40 different clients. And then one of those clients ended up bringing me on full time, and that was Green Growth CPAs. And that's where I'm at today as a chief marketing officer handling all external communications and content. That's awesome. Um, and what I like your story is, um, you know, you had some pivots in there. You, uh, you know, you started out at, at one one field, and then you know you worked with a large company, and then after working with that large company, you kind of had another pivot and thought about you, and then you and then you learned the whole entrepreneurial side of things um, for doing it yourself, which I love your story because as CMO, I mean, I know they're lucky to have you because you have those insights. If, if you've never 
created a product, a physical product or service and tried to market it yourself, it's kind of hard to always put yourself in the shoes of um, of the owners and of your clientele. So I, I love your story. Um, if you if you were to give some advice, there's some you know younger entrepreneurs that are just getting started. Maybe they're a couple years out of college and they're thinking about it, or maybe they're in their first business pivot, um, like you were many years ago. Um, what kind of advice would you give them on launching that new brand or company? With the, of course you having the benefit of hindsight now. Some advice, you know, when you're starting to take a pivot is just try a lot of things. Like we always, you know, have patience. We always think like, oh, I've got to have this done by this age or this done. There's like so many timelines. Don't get start, like strung out and stuck on someone else's timeline. Take your time. Be patient. I'm a real big proponent of testing. So if you are, you know, especially if you've taken on funding, A, B test. It's so easy and cheap to do a $300 Facebook test or you know, a $200 Google AdWords test. Test things out and test your hypothesis before you go all in. Because there's this thing called a cognitive bias, right? Confirmation bias. And when you start a new business idea, this is very prevalent in business. When you start to think of something and you think, oh man, this is going to be so great. You get all revved up and you start thinking and thinking. You stay up all night. You're researching all these articles. Very few practical business people you know, the practical ones will do this, but very few business people or new entrepreneurs will go to find all the reasons why it didn't work for someone before you. There's nothing new under the sun. All these ideas that you're coming up with are just either, you know, adaptations of something else. So go to find why it didn't work so you can save yourself the heartache of falling into those small pitfalls and maybe even find a better way to execute. So my big thing is about testing and reading why it won't work and then creating a strategy of how you're going to approach it. That's awesome. Great advice. Uh, so, Jim, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get into what you're doing as CMO over at Green Growth CPAs. So, first, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Yeah, so Green Growth CPAs, we are the premier, you know, provider of cannabis-specific tax, regulatory, and business solutions for new and current operators. We work with hemp farmers as well as cannabis businesses all across the country. We have international clients. So, you know, cash crimes are the new drug crimes. You know, we're not getting in trouble for cannabis anymore. You're just getting in trouble for evading your taxes or not keeping your books correct. So what we do is try to keep our clients compliant with anything that has to do with cash and cannabis. So you got things like tax returns, their M&A deals, licensing, real estate, pro forma, business plans. And it's an emerging industry. There's not really any kind of blueprint or roadmap. And it's also an industry that's kind of coming out of the shadows and into the mainstream. So what I like about this is that it's an emerging industry and everything is new. And we're kind of, you know, navigating these waters and creating these ideas, you know, for all these new businesses. And it's a really exciting time to be in cannabis right now. What do you find are some of the mistakes of some of these new businesses? Because, again, like you said, cash crimes, and, and we I use the word crime, but a lot of times, in my opinion, they're not doing it intentionally. It can be not, not understanding. There could be a lot of other things. What do you find some of the, before they, uh, a new client comes on board with you, some of the just common mistakes that you find over and over are happening? I think some of the mistakes that people – make as new cannabis business operators is they don't document like a lot of the things mm. and this is with all entrepreneurs you should document mm. your process right because you're not going to be able to remember what happened 90 days ago or 120 days ago in cannabis one week is like one month like you're and then it's isn't even in startup land you know when you're working for 18 hours a day coding or you're trying to build your consulting firm you know document the process 
on the tax side, you need to have documentation in case you get audited, but also like the ability to reflect on your progress and taking notes about what you have done and what you haven't done. Because a lot of times we're just throwing things at the wall and whatever sticks and we kind of go after that. But having a way to measure and be thoughtful about your approach, you know, this is like what they call the green rush right now and everyone's like rushing in to make money. I would say like really, you know, again, documenting that process, but being thoughtful about who you're approaching when you're creating a product, right? There's this thing in marketing, you've got to start with the audience and end with the audience. You can't sell your product to everybody. You have to pick a target market and really go and attack that market and potentially parlay that into something else later. You know, for an example, one everybody can grab onto, Facebook was a place that all the college kids were at from 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9. Then from there, it went to something else, and now no college kids are on it, and it's all about, you know, moms sharing memes about minions and, you know, all the standing contact with your family. But, you know, Facebook started small, and it grew, right? Don't try to boil the ocean. Just try to make something small that you can grow over time. Don't be in a rush. That's awesome. Um, and so, Jim, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Green Growth CPAs or to connect, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, to find Green Growth CPAs and get help with your cannabis or hemp business, then please visit GreenGrowthCPAs.com and click that little Get Started button on the top right corner, fill out the information, and we can get a little quick chat scheduled or give us a call at 800-674-9050. And you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Just search Green Growth CPAs. We'll pop up and then we'll, we'll help you out. We'll walk you through the process and help you try to create something of value and, and please your customers. And what's that number again? 800-674-9050. Fantastic. Uh, well, hey, Jim, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and experience and also all the great work that you're doing over at Green Growth CPAs. And to the audience, as always, hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Jim, thanks again for coming on the show. 